I will set out for Gaul myself and confront our enemies. They will learn the error of their ways. But why might early Christians have called Nero the Antichrist? I will quash my deluded enemy, not with the sword. I intend to sing to them. Nero has lost his mind. Welcome back to The Life of Nero. This is episode 47, Ray. Yes, all day long. Yes, it is. At the end of our our last episode, uh, there's a conspiracy, another one, against Nero. Another one. One of many. We're in the year 68. Uh, It started with Vindex, the uh, window-cleaning baron of Gaul, uh, over taxes, they weren't happy about paying taxes, and also Nero's singing. Didn't like his singing at all. Everyone's a critic. Yeah. But <laughs> Vindex, uh, <laughs> threw his support to replace Nero yes. behind Servius Sulpicius Galba, 73-year-old governor of northern Spain. And on the 2nd of April... 1968, no, 68, no 19, so just the 2nd of April in the year 68. Right. Galba placed himself at the head of the armed opposition against Nero. Now, having uh, some Gaul uh, rebel against you is one thing. Yawn. Yeah. Having a Roman. Oh, shit. Uh, who's the governor of yeah. you know one of your major areas, northern Spain, old, right. noble family, uh, very respected, very respectable. That's a whole other different league of shit right there. Right. And we've talked about this before. Some provinces had legions, some didn't. Galba, as far as I know, does have a legion in his province, so he's got at least a legion on his side. Vindex has got, supposedly, we don't know this for sure, but supposedly 100,000 Gaulish troops. But as we're about to find out, no, they're not experienced warriors. They're not professional warriors. They don't train every day like professional soldiers do. But if you've got tens of thousands of them, that can be a pretty impressive showing. And again, this is the spark. Is it going to bring more people to the cause? Is it going to, is it going to, you know, or is it going to turn them away? So this is still a delicate balancing act that Galba's working on. But the one thing he definitely needs is as many troops and officers as he can get on his side. The problem is that all of Vindex's 100,000 men were all just sitting around reading, yeah. reading Baudelaire, drinking espresso, yeah. drinking a little coffee, and yeah. I do not know why are we fighting this war. I do not know. We, uh, we can't what fight is, this week. What is the meaning of yeah. life? Uh, have, yeah. you, have, you, have, you, have you not read uh, your, your uh, Camus lately? I mean, it is all meaningless. Uh, yes. Why, why do we fight? Why do we live? Why do we love? I, I, I do not know. So, Let me ask you, mm. I've done my seven hours of work this week. I cannot possibly do any more. Uh-huh. Uh, some, people, mm. some people say, c'est la vie. I say, escargot. It truly does not matter. It is meaningless, c'est moi. <laughs> Nescafe? <laughs> <laughs> These are just words, people. These are just words. What is life? Nescafe? Nescafe? The, the troops, Galba's troops declared him Caesar, 
But he went, whoa, whoa, Hell whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, fuck yes. No, whoa, no, no, whoa. slow down, slow down, slow your roll. Slow, no, 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 no. slow your roll, slow your roll. The troops have no authority to confer... The, now, back in the day, you could, the troops could, back, yes. back in the day, you could a declare me yeah. Imperator for a victory that on a battlefield, work. particularly if I killed the leader right. of the opposing yes. army with my own with hands, my own hands. Yes. yeah, choked him out, yes. watched the light go out in his <laughs> eyes. <clears throat> um, you know, Ray, you normally just do that with homeless people, uh, but uh, that you... It's still satisfying. I know. You can poo-poo it all you want. Yeah. It's still... Mm. Well, you poo-poo on them after you do it. That's the that's the that's only my way. Signature. Well, that's the only way I'm you the can. Bandit. That's the only way you yeah. can take a crap now. It's the only way you can get your bowels to work. Is if you if it's not on a dead body. Yeah. you've heard of the water bandits from Home Alone. I'm the poo-poo bandit. Uh, I'm not proud, but it's all I got. That's my claim to fame. It's all I got. It's on my business card. <laughs> the poo-poo anyway. bandit. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I strangle. Uh, I strangle and then I squeeze. I strangle them and then I squeeze one out. I've just got this. I've got to work on that. I've got this like CSI thing running through my head now where cops turn up, you know, there's a body with a sheet over it. They pull the sheet back. Yep. There's a big dump on it and they're like, <laughs> the poo-poo bandit strikes again. Huh? It's again. Oh, we got to get this guy. How do you know he's a guy? Look at the poop. Mm. That's a guy's poop. That's there's no way poop. that's a woman's yeah. poop. Yeah. 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 Mm. I'm a poopologist. Hi, <laughs> yeah. Biff. Biff Spector. <laughs> Nice to meet you. I don't know. <laughs> Respect a poopologist. Oh, the gummies are kicking in. There's a whole TV Please, show about this. That's just <laughs> cool. That's what it's called. Biff Spector, poopologist. It's just every week the cops get into trouble and there's a there's something related to shit involved right. in it. And they go, oh, yes. no, we have to call him Biff Spector. <laughs> I hate that asshole. But the, but the ironic part is I'm like his Moriarty. I show up every once in a while just to let him know that there's a bigger threat out there. But generally, he's dealing with common poop. But occasionally, there's extra criminal poop involved. Anyway, we should probably get back to the show. I'm sorry. Spectre, like he looks up, he just dips his finger in the poop, puts it on his tongue. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, he had carrots. Yeah. Huh, the killer had carrots. Yeah, he's a black guy. Uh Tell by the fried chicken and the of, watermelon. Drinks a lot of pineapple. His wife must make him drink pineapple juice. Huh? I wonder what's going on. Biff, I'm getting turned on. Biff Spector, we, we stop. <laughs> I would watch that show. Chrissy and I, I are would. working on a TV show theory at the moment, which is um, Jesus as a weed dealer. Um, right. Jesus as the weed dealer slash kung fu master of. Uh, <laughs> it's basically. Uh, Kung Fu, the old David Carradine series, but it's Jesus. He's walking around. The reason people follow him around is because under his robe, he's just got lots of weed. So, you know, he's he's just a weed dealer that everyone likes. Um, And he's baked most of the time. Uh, Him and the disciples are just, (laughs) they're baked. Yeah. That's well, that's why nothing in the Bible makes any sense is because they were all stoned when they were saying it. Uh, verily I say unto thee that when a man is as tall as his father, then so shall he be his mother's uncle. <laughs> They're like, fuck, that, what? That's, that's good. What that's is, gold, what Jerry. Is, Right They're that, like, well, it must be. It must be an analogy for something. It's it's uh, yeah. it's symbolic. It's a symbol. He's he's trying to. Yes. He's speaking in parables. Met in parables, metaphor. Yeah, yeah. we're just writing it down. It's a parable. Just it's it down. A- but the other thing, the reason Jesus was so loved, and most people don't know that, is when he would karate chop you instead of a hiya. It's like I'm sorry. 
Forgive me, but he's still hitting you pretty hard, mm. and he's knocking your ass out. No, but they would Father, forgive go, me for what oh. I do, but then he's spinning <laughs> wow. And he rips him off. Yeah. That's how, the other part of our story is when they piss Jesus off. He just like the Romans come for him in the Garden of Gethsemane, out. and oh, uh, he just yeah. pulls his thing off. He pulls some nunchucks out of his belt, <laughs> made of uh, <laughs> of wound up pot, uh, pound, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that sounds yeah. like yeah. uh, uh Tang with his belt. Pretty Tang fighting everyone with his belt. Pretty Tang. Anyway, um, <laughs> where, were, where we? were we? Oh yeah, his his know. troops declare him Caesar, and he's like, yes. no, 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 you can't do that anymore. It's, it's a whole role. it's a whole yeah. new thing now. Um, he right. instead just styled himself Legate of the Senate. He liked yes. the fact that that rhymed too. I'm the Legate, legate. of the Senate and the people of Rome. <clears throat> Don't get in my way because I'm going home. Farmer's Boulevard. Out, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Woo! Now, he was Love saying, it. look, the imperial power can only be conferred by the Senate and the people of Rome. So let's not get ahead no. of ourselves here. It's a, We're a few years away from soldiers just being able to declare people emperor. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. 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 We're not quite They're there They're proper yet. channels. Actually, we're exactly. several months away from that. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like years. As you said, he only had one legion. Yeah. Uh, he needed to recruit a second. He started doing that. But quite soon he's joined by the governor of southern Spain and right. Otho, Popeye's oh. ex-husband, who Nero kindly, I think, uh, banished yeah. to Lusitania. Ten years yes. earlier, because he's yeah. like, "Look, dude, um, bruh, I don't know how to tell yeah. you this, but I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be fucking your wife." Um, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. in public, probably, you know, a lot, and I, yeah, yeah, I don't want you to see that. I, I want to. You don't want to. You don't want to see that. You don't want to see. You don't want to see. You don't want to see me writhing rhythmically. Up and down. Uh, you don't. Oh, God, I'm getting turned on. But the point is, why don't you go to Portugal? It'll be better for you. It'll be better for me. It'll be better for everybody. But you've got to think after 10 years, Ortho, yeah, he might appreciate the fact that Nero could have had him killed, but he just banished him or whatever. But you've got to think that Ortho feels some kind of way, and he's probably quite eager to join in on this. He was like, listen, um, I, I don't know if this is going to mean anything to you, but the place I'm sending you to while I'm going to be right. fucking your wife. Uh, Lusitania, a couple of thousand years from now, um, where, you know, the, the British and the Americans are going to use uh, the sinking of the RMS Lusitania right. as an excuse to get involved in World War One. They're going to fake it. Uh, they're going to lie yeah. about it. They're going to say that it wasn't carrying ammunition, but it, it will be, of right. course. Right. And the Germans will warn them. Uh, we'll yeah, warn the passengers. In the yeah, in the newspaper. Yes. Don't get on this fucking boat because we're gonna we're gonna exactly. sink it. Uh, yeah. But people got on it anyway, and they sank it because Germans are nothing if not good to their word. Um, they follow through. Yeah, I think you'll find. Yeah. So you know, people will be talking about Lusitania uh, two thousand yeah. years from now. They, they, they won't remember Otho, but I can't. I'm not. No. A, I'm not a magician. I but, can't do everything. <laughs> but if it wasn't for the sinking of the Lusitania, everybody would be talking about ortho. So you don't always get what you want. Yeah. Deal with it. But, now, he's, but he's in on this now. Yeah. Now, news of all of this gets back to Nero, and now he's starting yes. to take it seriously. The yeah. Two of yeah. his governors, 
yeah. uh, three yeah. of his governors, if you include Vindex, two Romans, and Otho uh, himself. Yeah. With a, you know, he's got he's, he used to be one of Nero's best friends too. Otho, they they go yeah. way back. He knows. Um, exactly. This is not good. Not good. No. And and, no. and Galba nearly was his uh, daddy. Galba was nearly his stepfather. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, most people, I mean, this is a video, so you're not going to be able to see this, but picture the part of the movie Rain Man when Dustin Hoffman is going, about $100, about 100 you know, he's freaking out. This is what Nero, he's rocking himself, he's sucking his thumb, he's in the fetal position, but he does have a voice of reason and calm near him to help soothe Nero's aching soul. Yeah, well, it's not Tigellinus, his normal... No, he's- Stage right. Yeah, we... Tigellinus did a stage right. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Like, Tigellinus yeah. just disappears at the end here. Pew. He Pew. He turns up a little bit later when it's all too later. late. Yeah. Now, some of the sources say yeah. that he was down with consumption. Um, Ooh, he was sick. Right. But, um, hmm. yeah, we're not really sure what's going on it's with about Tigellinus timing. here. Yeah. He disappears just as it starts to get a little... Tense. Mm, mm. That's a coincidence that we've been trained as historians on mm. a podcast yeah. through mm. Wikipedia. Fake historians. As fake historians, <laughs> we question this. But the other Praetorian prefect, Nymphidius Sabinus, is still there. So he's the guy saying, listen, Nero, don't worry about this. It's okay. I've got you. Yeah. I've got your back. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Nymphidius is here and he's going to make everything work. Should we call him Nympho for short? Nymphidius? I don't know. We need a we need a nickname for this guy. Lymph nodes, Nympho, I don't know, something. But How about we'll motherfucking traitor? We can call him that. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's saying, Nympho. don't worry about it, Nero. I got your back, it's baby. Okay. That's what yeah. I'm here for. Yeah. Nymphie's got you. Don't you worry. <laughs> Nymphy will make Nymphy's it all a, better, make the yes. boo-boos go away. Yeah. He'll kiss it and make it better. Yeah. yeah. Now, it's, now yeah. go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, instead of doing, like, imagine Julius Caesar is there, right, mm-hmm. and he hears that right. a bunch of governors are planning a revolt. What's the first thing Julius yeah. Caesar would do? <laughs> Julius Caesar like, oh, hell no. First of all, I'm going to cut off some motherfucking hands. Stage two, point two oh, because I fucking will. But first of all, Caesar, Gaius Marius, Agrippa, they all would have said, okay, this is falling apart pretty fucking quick. I want to know who in Rome is loyal to me now. Get them here. Get their troops here. We're going to line the fuck up. There's going to be a, a, a mile or 10 mile long line of army troops. I'm going to be in the front of it. We're going to march over there and we're going to kick so much ass. But Caesar would have handled it. Agrippa would have handled it. Nero, not so much. He's going to approach it a different way. Yeah, he wrote a song about it. You got to give him that. <laughs> yeah, instead in of times of trouble, in Sorry, instead of putting himself at the head of an army and going to put mm-hmm. down the revolt, yeah, uh, as you do, he yeah. sent some other guys to do it f- yeah. for him. Now, yeah, you know. When you've got governors uh, revolting against you, sending fresh meat to go and join them 
is is probably not, not yeah. the best yeah. uh, strategy. Three legions from Upper Germany under the command of Lucius Virginius Rufus. Right. Never trust anybody with the name Rufus or Virginia in their name has been Virgin- has yeah. been my basic rule of thumb. Let's just go. Yeah, let's just go Luke. Honest. All three names. Luke Rufus. Luke Virginia Ruff. Yeah. 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 He marched on the Gaulish uh, troops who at the time right. were besieging the Roman colony of Lugdunum, a.k.a. Lyon, right. modern Lyon. I, I just had a thought. If I was Nero, I would have grabbed a general that maybe I could trust, maybe I can't, but he's really good. You bring me your family. I'm going to hold hostage, hold them hostage here. You lead my army and you go kick this guy. If you, if you don't, anything other than happens, they're all dead. He doesn't even have the common sense to do that. And Nymphidius didn't advise him to do anything like that. Again, it makes you question his, uh, his consul, uh, his Praetorian consul, uh, counselor, excuse me. So again, he's not getting good advice and he's being left on his own to make bad decisions. Yeah. Weak decisions. He also sends Terpilianus, the former governor of Britain and Gallus, mm-hmm. In, they, they're put in mm-hmm. charge of Italian legions and are sent to Gaul. Right. Heading up north. So Nero briefly considered going with them, but <laughs> not to lead them into battle, but to He's got a sing. He's uh, got a cunning plan. Yeah. He's got a cunning plan. He's, yeah. he, he, he called up Bob Hope and right. uh, Said, hey, uh, Bing, oh. Bing Crosby. And he was like, yeah. let's go and uh, put on a show for the troops. The troops yeah. need entertaining. Yeah. Um, he had some dancing yeah. girls. He actually right. had a bunch of concubines that he forced to get their hair cut short and right. equipped them with, like, theatrical axes and shields. They were going to play the role of Amazonian warrior women in a stage play that he was going to... I'm not even fucking kidding here. That he was going to no, put no. on this is all real. for the yeah, army. Yeah. He was going to. He was going to be at the head... Of the entertainment division that went out on the yes. road. Yeah. Look, I'm not gonna yeah. look when you look. You guys are gonna go in and put your lives on the line. I, I get that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And thanks. I'm gonna yeah. stand back here and and way back here. When you come back, when you if you yeah. survive, if, you come you back. Come I'm gonna put on such a great <laughs> show for you. You're not gonna believe it. It's gonna be it's fantastic. Gonna be worth it's gonna it. be fantastic. You're gonna be. I'm gonna good. Be happy that I'm, you I just I'm the Panhellenic yeah. champion. I just brought these eighteen hundred eight fucking reads. Yeah. There's no fucking amateur production here. We're not in high school no, musical. Not, this is the real I'm not fucking even deal. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, here's the part that most people don't know. When uh, Nero was topic, talking to Bob and Bing, he said, Bob, Bing, got an idea. Gonna take my lovely little lads. We're gonna go and we're gonna go with the troops. It's gonna be great. Nero's British, and that's when yeah. Bing and Bob, yeah, yeah. That's when Bing and Bob said, uh, Bing and Bob. Uh, Maybe not during a civil war, because then you don't know who you can trust and you can be stabbed in the back. Good idea if you're fighting a proper foreign enemy. If it's a civil war, not the way to go. Maybe you should just hang out and hear. And, and Nero listens to them, and he declares himself the sole consul until this, is, this emergency is over. So one, I wouldn't have done that. I would have, I would have picked a general. Maybe that would garner some loyalty. Two, he doesn't really know if he can trust the people that he's sending because he's got really no one to bounce ideas off of because he's made himself sole consul for this emergency. So again, he's he's making bad steps. And Nymphidius, it seems, 
is letting him make these poor decisions. Or pushing him into it, even. Well, exactly. Yeah, he does make himself sole consul, which is standard. I mean, he's making himself dictator for the emergency. That's fine. I mean, he's already kind of dictator anyway, but, you know, I don't know what the point is. But he also talked about appearing in front of the uh, revolting forces, the rebel forces. this is going to work. Unarmed and just basically crying uh, (laughs) and that would just convince them to come back. Now, you may laugh, but it worked for Napoleon. Worked for me. That's how I got Heather into bed. Go ahead. You don't want to hear that story. You just cried long enough and she gave in. Yeah, I know that story. For five years you were crying. It took longer than I thought, yeah. but it eventually worked. Yeah. So, so, so tell me about Napoleon. Well, you know, the story when he was uh, first banished to the island of Elba, and right. he was on the island of Elba for 11 months, and then he just jumped on a ship and was like, fuck this bullshit, and he sailed back to France, and yes. uh, Louis, King Louis is sending armies to intercept Napoleon. Napoleon literally lands on the coast of France, <coughs> at uh, Cannes mm-hmm. with about 100 guys from his retinue in Elba. They got no weapons. Right. They got nothing. They just start marching towards Paris. And Louis keeps sending uh, armies to arrest him and bring him back in an iron cage, as Louis said, mm-hmm. King Louis. And they would just get there. Napoleon would just walk up to them and go, well, if you want to kill me, kill me. Otherwise, you know, get in line and come with me. And they were yeah. all like, Right. Fuck yeah, and they just got behind him in the match. Yeah. He ended up he ended up sending a letter to Louis saying, Look, um, please stop sending troops. I, I can't I can't feed anymore. I, you know, I, yeah. I I've yeah. I've I've got enough. Thanks very much for all yeah, the troops you sent me. We're, we're good here. <laughs> we're good. We're good here. I don't know, I appreciate yeah, yeah. it, but I don't need any more. Yeah. This is fine. This, this is enough. I really only needed <laughs> about a hundred, but you yeah. know, now I've got ten thousand. It's really it's enough, I, it'll be fine, thank yeah. you. I don't know how to <laughs> And literally, and he just marched to Paris and Louis yeah. ran away and yes. Napoleon retook Paris without firing a single shot. They all just ran away. Now, uh, uh, Nero knew this story because, you know, he'd listened to my Napoleon yeah. show and exactly. uh, he thought maybe that would work for me and they're like, yeah, hey, you're not really Napoleon. Yeah. No, I don't, not, I don't know about yeah. I think it's going to First work. of all, you don't put your hand like this in the side of your shirt yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and you don't have the big hat. So mm. I wouldn't try it if I was you, sir. Mm. Sire. Is that the tricolour? No, the tricolour nice. is the badge that you wear. This is oh, the, the badge. I'm sorry. This is a tricorn hat. Tricorn, tricorn. There's three corners. Ooh, corner, corner, yes. corner. Tricorn. Oh wow! Is this what it's like to talk to you off air? Because mm. I'm not loving it. Yeah, this is what I'm normally. I wear this around the house all day, basically. That in your underwear. Yeah, uh, which I appreciated, by the way. That was good. Thank you for that lovely shot. <laughs> Now, so, sadly for Nero, uh, Topilianus, yes. the former governor of Britain that he sent up there with the Italian legions, uh, got up there with his Italian legions and then immediately changed sides and supported Gallo. Oh, I didn't see that coming. That's what Nero said. Could If somebody would just have told me that that was a possibility, yeah. I would have come up with a different plan. Galba but, yeah, not so sent you know, the Napoleon letter, like, really, I've got enough troops. You can stop yeah. sending me yeah. more troops. Ironically, in this whole story, uh, the thing that made the depth of conspiracy clear to Nero 
was the death of Windex, the um, window cleaning yes. Baron of Gaul. Um, right. You could say that the death of Vindex made everything clear to Nero, washed washed the yes. dirt off and made it nice and transparent <laughs> and clear. <laughs> he could see through the situation for the first time. Wipe on, wipe off. Vindex is here. Yeah. Yeah. Wax yeah, on, wax on. Wax <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh so how do you say his name? Virginius, Virginius, Virginius gets there with his three Rhine legions. He faces Vindex, but they don't cross swords right away. And that's not a penis joke. They literally don't start fighting. They talk instead, I guess, supposedly about supporting each other against Nero. So now what's looking like it was going to be the first battle of this civil war is nothing more than a confab because they're going to talk, they're going to work together, and together they're going to get rid of Nero. So things are working out great for these two guys so far. Yeah. So apparently uh, Virginius just Mm -hmm. uh, agrees to, you know, cross the aisle, change sides and support the conspiracy. Yeah. We're taxed too. So fuck him. But the next morning, his legions slaughtered 20,000 of Vindex's <laughs> Gauls. That's a fifth of his yeah, 100,000 yeah, yeah. uh, yes. ragtag, galois-smoking, yeah. Baudelaire-reading uh, army. That's the problem. The, they slaughtered more because they yeah. were basically eating a baguette and um, reading Baudelaire right. uh, when he fell and reading Camus. But, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter because Vindex, because of what Dio said, is the man of all seasons. He's going to take his 80,000 survivors. He's going to rouse them to a passion, to a pitch, to a victory pitch. And he's going to kick so much ass. Or not. Or not. Yeah. Or (laughs) he committed suicide. Um, Yeah. In a manly way. Thank you very much. Mm. Very manly way. Drank a, drank a bottle of Windex. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, why the betrayal of uh, Virginius's forces uh, against yeah. Vindex's forces, do you think, Ray? Well, at this point, um, obviously, because they're all slightly dead now, we, we won't know. But some people say that the Rhine troops uh, went berserk. They were there to fight and they wanted to fight. Some people say there was a miscommunication between the commander and the frontline troops. Some people say, and this is a little more cynical, but I but I, I certainly have an easier time believing it, is that these Rhine troops were like, look, this is a civil war. There's about to be a new leader. And as we all know, because we've read the history books or we've had someone read them to us because we can't read, whenever there's a civil war and there's ever a new leader, the troops of that leader get paid a shit ton of cash. They get a cash bonus where they can almost retire from. So if there's going to be any fighting, if there's going to be any new guy that's the new leader, it's going to be our guy, Virginius, because we are going to get paid. So let's kick the shit out of these guys, take Vindex out of the way, and we're that much closer to having our guy be the top dog, and we get paid. Mm. What do you think? Yeah, it's very it's uh, it's very surprising. Like as you say, some sources claim it was an accident that the yeah. troops didn't get the memo that they're actually on the. <laughs> I said, "Don't kill them! Oh, Don't!" Yeah. Fuck! I left yeah. out that word again. Yeah. 
Sorry, go ahead. Uh, maybe they were French. It was just they're French. Yeah. They just didn't give a fuck. They didn't read the memo. <laughs> uh, we did not read memos. Uh, this is not for if us. It's not I a poem. Not we, a, we, yeah. We yeah, yeah. Uh, we are going to die anyway, according to Camus. So <laughs> might as well be today. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> yeah, some sources say they were they were they wanted to uh, go to Italy to fight in Italy. Uh, and, right. and and for some reason, killing the Gauls would make it more likely that they would get to go back because there are these are Italian guys mostly. Right. Uh, they wanted oh, to go I back. See. I don't know. They, they, they didn't go want to take home. third place behind Vindex and Galba's troops when it came to the spoils yeah. of war. None of these stories Fuck really that. make much sense. Maybe you know, a Virginius pretended to uh, change sides oh, and then change his mind right. again, and then change it back later. We don't really know. But anyway, oh, whatever for whatever threat. happened. Vindex, yes. the guy who started this whole thing, uh, committed suicide. Right. Um, Offed himself. Yeah. Just yeah. thought, oh, fuck, I've I'm been out. betrayed. Uh, yeah. What a tragedy. Yeah. What a disaster. 20,000 people dead. We're not even fighting the war yet. And we've, I've lost a fifth yeah. of my troops. Yeah, that's not good. So he kills himself. Um, then uh, the troops of Virginius declare yes. him emperor. Want yes. him to claim the throne again, like Galba? He says, "No, no, no. That's not how this works yet. No. Uh, you're you're no. jumping ahead uh, in the timeline yeah. here. You don't get to declare me emperor yet." <laughs> yeah, they He's like literally. Shh, they shh, wanted him to lead yeah. them to Italy. He's like, "No, we're not. No, just fucking yeah. just, just yeah. stop, you guys. Yes. Like Jesus Christ, yeah. you had one job." Yeah. Yeah, like, and you did that wrong. You did. I said, don't kill them. Yeah. Don't kill them. And you killed the fuck out of them. That's 20,000 bodies over there. It's going to take us weeks to bury all that shit. They put Imperator anyway. on his standards, and he was like, no. Yeah. Take, no, no, take no, it. that off. There. Take he, it he, off. He licked his hand, yeah. and he rubbed it on me. You're not kidding me. He killed you, motherfuckers. Yeah, no, no, no. This is not, this is not his moment. His, this is not his hour. And like we were saying earlier in the other show, does he have the name recognition? I don't think he does, and maybe he doesn't, and maybe he realizes that as well. But again, not just anybody. Well, it was like Emperor Emperor Rufus. Really, no one's going to take orders from an Emperor Rufus. That's like say President President Obama. I mean, it just sounds crazy. (laughs) Just it doesn't sing, it doesn't ring. President President Bubba. I mean, you know, it's (laughs) Rufus. He had no teeth. He just, you know. No, um, my dad has said I'm the best kisser of the whole family. Sorry, <laughs> that slipped out. Sorry, Dio says he doesn't know if Virginius uh, did this just because he was a straight arrow, or if he didn't believe that that soldiers should be able to declare who was emperor, that it should be the Senate and the people, right. or if he just didn't want the power. Anyway, would, Virginius sends a formal yeah. message to the Senate asking them for their orders. Like Galba, he says, yes. "I'm a legate of the Senate." And there's no home like Rome. And uh, <laughs> you tell me what to do, O Masters. Yeah. I will follow your lead. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Galba at this point mm-hmm. hears about the defeat of Vindex's army. Right. And he thinks apparently that this was Nero's doing, that Nero's oh, army, shit. Virginius's army, had destroyed. Yeah. Already a major part, uh, you know, that's what 20,000, that's like five, four legions. I mean, destroyed. Yes, Boom. That's a lot. One morning. A lot. Uh, yeah. And he's like, yeah. fuck, this is, <laughs> this is done. Not going. It's all over. This was yeah. a bad decision. Yeah. I, 
heading home. He left his yeah. army, went to right. settle his personal affairs, and get ready to commit suicide. That's yeah. I'm out. Like yeah. he's 73, governor of northern Spain. One yeah. small setback, and he's like, "Oh fuck! This was all. This was a bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. What was I thinking? I shouldn't. I, I shouldn't have got drunk that night. I knew <laughs> should never make decisions when I'm high. Um, yeah, I do, but you, I shouldn't. No, but he was literally about to jab the knife, and he's like, "You know, I should have fucking stayed my ass where I was. Life was good. I'm fucking 73, Cheryl. Did you know that? I am. I'm not 72. I'm 73. The fuck was I thinking?" And now it's all over. And then a messenger arrived uh, yeah. from Rome saying, no, it was a big mistake apparently. They they, they yeah. killed him by accident. I mean, look, we've yeah. all killed people by accident before. And <laughs> Who hasn't? Who, yeah. Yeah. So, but the, in all seriousness, the point here is that Galba yeah. thinks that Nero is going to crush this revolution. Nero could right. have crushed it if he had acted faster and harder and took more control. You know, these conspirators, at least Galba, was yes. ready to throw in the towel at the first yeah. sign of pushback. Well, you're, you're taking on, but you're right. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you up, but you're right. As far as we know, as far as Galba knows, as far as Nero knows, Nero has the control of the majority of his empire. So if for this to work, there can't be any cock-ups, there can't be any mistakes, and we certainly can't lose 20,000 men. So, yeah, so Gabba's probably thinking, look, we were going to do this. We've already, it's already gone sour. There's no way this is going to work. They're not going to string my ass up and play soccer with my head. I'm going to kill myself and have my body hid. This is bullshit. And you're right, the last second someone goes, no, 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 misread, mis- uh, you, you got the wrong pigeon or misinterpretation or whatever. The, the revolt is still on. This weird event is what happened. Galba, please don't kill yourself. It, 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 it's like Galba, and I assume the rest of these guys, had mm-hmm. um, f- f- figured that Nero wouldn't fight back if this happened. They, right. they figured Nero, he's a, he's a song and dance ah, man. He's not going right. to fight back if we revolt. We've got to, it's a bit like um, the, the Biden saying, yeah, if I tell Putin to go fuck himself, he's not going to invade Ukraine. He wouldn't dare. Um, I tell him to go fuck himself over Ukraine joining the NATO. What's he going to do? Invade? Yeah. Bitch about it? Yeah. Sing a song? Yeah. So they they assume Nero wouldn't do anything, but then as soon as it looks like Nero is rounding up the forces and fighting back, Galba caves. Vindex kills himself. Galba's about to kill himself. It looks like it's all over. Exactly, but then exactly. Uh, uh, he pulls back. Uh, he gets right. he gets word pulls that out. oh no yeah right. he gets word that th- that's not what happened. It was an accident. He's like right. oh shit. Now what about We're Nero? D- Dio says yeah. uh, Nero was informed of the uprising of Vindex as he was viewing the gymnastic contest in Neapolis just after luncheon. But far from showing any grief, he leapt down from his seat and vied in prowess with some athlete. Nor did he hurry back to Rome, but merely sent a letter to the Senate in which he asked them to excuse him for not coming, pleading a sore throat, implying that he would like, even at this crisis, to sing to them. And he continued to devote the same care and attention to his voice, to his songs and to his lyre playing, not only at that juncture, but also later. Um, Now, apparently an astrologer had once warned him that one day he would lose all of his money and he replied... An artist can make a living in any country. <laughs> That's so 
not true, you dumbass. But he thinks, obviously, highly of his own skills, his, uh, his talents, and it's like, I can go anywhere. I can fucking go anywhere, and, and I'd be a rock star. I would be the Taylor Swift of wherever the fuck I go. The internet would break. Stadiums would be trounced by the thousands of people coming to see me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be good. Okay, this is for you guys. I'm going to be fine. i got 80 million followers on Twitter. Me. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> right. I've it's got true. a blue it's check. Good. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, but, but literally, how can he not? You've said this before. He, there's been other revolts. He's got people in place. He's got men in, in, uh, moving. He's got troops moving to the north. How can he really not think? That eventually, however it happens, he is going to win. He's going to be successful. But a bit like I remember in our old Alexander shows, we used to talk. Mm-hmm. We used to ask ourselves, why did Alexander put himself in harm's way all the time? Why did he jump over a wall and yes. just by himself and take on a the horde of one. enemies? Yeah. yeah, I can take them. Yeah, yeah. Um, or you know why he would uh, be in the thick of it in the Battle of Gorgamella yeah. and places like that. And, and we came to the conclusion that for Alexander. It was a win-win situation. If he wins the yes, battle and he absolutely. lives, he's a fucking hero. If he throws right. himself into the middle of it and gets killed, yeah. he's still right, a hero. Yeah. That's the way you – as a Greek yes. king, as a Macedonian king, that's the way you want to yeah. go out, right? You know, exactly. throwing yourself into the midst of the fray, getting killed, that's how you get glory. That's how you go to – Immortality. Yeah, not Valhalla. There'll be songs, there'll be poems, there'll be entire what do you call operas yeah. about this guy. And he only his father only had one fucking eye. I mean, the, the bar has been set. His father he got killed to... by his gay lover. I mean right. you know well, before I'm going out <laughs> in glory. My gay lover's already dead. I mean, so uh, you know right. I'm... yeah. You just need another one. Here I am. No, but his father lost an eye and didn't he have a, a collarbone or a knee, a leg messed up. But the point is, your men are not going to respect you. And I, re, I really do think that you're right that Alexander was all about the glory. And either way, whether he dies there or he wins, it's good for him because there will be songs and tribute to him Podcasts. for thousands of years. Yes, not Nero so much because he's like, I want to sing to the troops, well, uh, not lead them. But another astrologer told him that while mm-hmm. he might lose his Roman throne, he would gain dominion of the East. And all of the other oh. astrologers have predicted a long life of happiness for him. So he's like, it's all good in the hood. It's actually recorded yeah, yeah. in Dio is saying that. He invented that. Uh, right. saying. Um <laughs> He's like, well, just live over there. Yeah, even yeah. if I lose my throne here, they, they love me in the Doesn't east. Matter. I'm going to go yeah. back. I'm going to be the song and dance man for the rest of my life. There, yeah. There's cruise ships I can get work on. There's hotels, oh, casinos, yes. Yes. Vegas. You know, I'll just, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll go do that. Like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I, I never really wanted Ribbon. this in the first place. I'm not even supposed to be yeah. here today. You okay. know, he, he's all. <laughs> Have you seen Clerks Three yet? No, 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 I haven't oh, seen Oh, man, you got to watch Clerks 3. Have you seen Clerks 1 and 2? Yes, yes. you got to yes. see Clerks 3, man. It's I'm be- looking forward to it. It's beautiful. Yeah. I watched it a couple yeah. of weeks ago. It's really, really well done. It, it, trashed. The ratings are trash, trashy for it, but I loved it. I it brought Always. a tear to my eye. You know, hey, it's it's. Uh, I've grown up with Kevin, and, and it's, it's a yeah. nice sort of wrap-up of the whole Clerks story. It was uh, beautifully done. Anyway. I'm looking, looking forward to it. Uh, so Nero thinks it's all good. Like, you know, even yes. Stevens. I lose this, I gain that. I, I'm, not, I'm not fussed. Right. No, we win okay. this, we lose this, I'm good. 
you know, the yeah. Greeks love me. I'll just go back to Greece and it'll be fine. Yes. As long as I have my voice, everything will work out for me. I'll be an influencer. According to uh, Suetonius, you know, right. he did nothing for the first eight days. And the only reason he eventually did do something about it was mm-hmm. when he heard a copy of Vindex's speech where Vindex said he was a bad musician. And he was like, oh, <gasps> you bitch. Okay. That's uh, yeah. where I draw it's, the it's line. It's personal. Yes, this exactly. Is, Suetonius says, um, nothing so much galled him as to find his music thus disparaged, and he hotly denied his lack of skill in an art in which he had indeed arrived at such perfection. I am not yeah. a wretched musician, he declared indignantly. I'm a very great one. And he turned to his friends, asking them if they knew anyone better. Oh. So that's... You would hesitate yeah. and die. Yeah. You would hesitate. Now, when he heard that, Nero went, it's war then. Yes. Because you don't talk about the man's fucking yeah. art. You don't talk about his singing. That's bullshit. Yeah. So he spent the next few weeks in Rome uh, alternately depressed or rejoicing when he got news of victories, like 20,000 guys di- dead. Yeah. Suetonius and Dio both have lots of stories about him coming up with wild schemes. Uh, They claim that he said he would just murder all of the senators. Well, he still had a chance. Uh, He'd burn down the city again. Like, I fucking did it once, (laughs) motherfuckers. I can do it again. I still got those matches, motherfucker. And my house is made of gold now, and gold doesn't burn, so I'll be fine. I I don't have to worry about the palace. My favorite one was when he supposedly said, tell me if I'm getting this right, he would get his revenge on Gaul by killing all the Gauls either in Rome or in Italy. Look, you start messing with me, and I'll fucking kill all the people that are like you. Not exactly the most efficient method to win a war, but hey, it's something. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, these stories are probably fake, I think, a lot of these stories of your claims. like there's They can look bad. You know, if we've learned anything from our series on Nero, uh, it's that, Mm -hmm. like Caligula, he has been depicted harshly uh, by history. You know, he's painted out to be a batshit, crazy, insane, bloodthirsty, tyrant, madman, and really not. He's just, uh, he just wants to sing, Uh, and and (laughs) that's all. He's a frustrated artist. He, I just want to sing. Yeah, don't make me sing. Sorry. He's not, <laughs> you know, and, and so all these stories about him are probably, probably, my yeah. take on it, it's probably bullshit. But the irony is that right up until the end, he could have defeated Galba and Virginius. Yes. Galba obviously He's thought so. That's why he was prepared to commit suicide, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he's got the resources. He's just got a... Uh, but I, we're going to probably go into this later, but I really do think that he was the wrong person, the wrong type of person and, and the wrong job. But even with all of his lack of experiences, you know, again, you, you, you literally say we ride in the morning, you gather up all your men and you show some leadership, you show some courage and that will buck people up. But as long as he's sitting there doing the little singing and the wrestling or the, the acting or whatever, again, it's just going to disgust more and more people. And it's hard to want to fight and die for someone like that. Mm. Most of these generals in Europe, though, were still loyal, it seems, because yeah. they were passing on 
news to Nero that they were being invited to join the conspiracy. In fact, there's one suggestion that Galba only joined the conspiracy himself when Nero found out that Galba hadn't told him about the conspiracy and so sentenced him to death, and that's why Galba joined up in the end. But Galba was a month's ride from Virginius, so... You know, the, the news about Virginia's actually joining the conspiracy and not deliberately killing. I don't know how he found out about Vindex's men dying, but there was a, there's obviously, email was a lot slower in those days. Um, <laughs> it was dial up. It was being, yeah. yeah, carried by cockroaches from one point to the other. Uh, that's, you know, the original email. They called it C-mail right. back then. It was cockroach mail. Yeah. And um, kind of worked way. for a long time. People laugh these days, yeah. but that worked oh, for thousands of years. of years. Yeah. 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 Um, we would have not, like, in terms of human, great human inventions, there was the wheel. Nothing. Uh, exactly. Fire. Uh, right. Slavery. And yeah. uh, cockroaches. Right. Did we invent... Fire. I know we invented slavery, but do we invent fire? Do we invent the cockroaches, or do we just? And I'm not nitpicking. I'm just trying. Just well, trying to well be when accurate. I say invent fire, invent the ability to control fire, Cre- that, create creation fire. and yeah. termination of fire. Right. Thank you. Um, so you know, news was traveling slowly. If Nero had acted quickly, uh, yeah. he he could have he could have still nipped this thing in the bud. He could have pulled together mm-hmm. about 14 legions from across the empire that still seemed to be loyal, put himself at the head of them, uh, yes. and march on these guys and just, you know, crush them. And He, and he would have won. He would he have won. won. He probably would have bought himself another 50 years. Uh, now, the one general, uh, other general who does seem to have defected at this stage was Clodius Maker in Africa, Right. Uh, he revolted in May 68, started printing coins with his own head on them. Oh, nice. And he seems to have been running as an independent candidate for the throne. He wasn't throwing himself right. in on the Galba conspiracy. Yeah. But I think his main ace was the food. We've talked ad nauseum about the food that was coming from uh, from parts of North Africa. And he quit sending food to Rome. You're, you're right. He revolts in May. He prints his own coin. And I'm thinking maybe he was thinking that the food aspect, because we, we were talking on the last show about how Rome was going without some free corn and um, stuff while Nero was gone. Maybe um, Macer or Maker could ride this food wave all the way to the throne. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. Yeah, you control the food, you control the people. Exactly. Um, now, on these coins, about 85 exist. Only 20 of the existing coins have his portrait on them, but he uses the right. abbreviation SC on his coins for Sonatus Consulto. Mm. Now, that had only rarely appeared on Roman coins since 40 BCE when right. uh, the Second Triumvirate took form. So he's going. No, I, you know, I'm I'm loyal to the Senate, not to Nero. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, he, you know, he he, he was going to run as an independent candidate against <laughs> Galba. Um, so we've got right two claimants now coming after yes. Nero. Uh, it's now, okay. Nero's by got early, a plan. Sorry, go ahead. He does. By early June, Nero is pulled himself together. He's got a plan. 
He's going to go to Alexandria. Yes, I am. Pull together an army big enough to protect Italy and take it back up and kick ass. He's going to probably put Vespasian, who just uh, put down the revolt of the Jews. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's going to probably put him at the top of it. Um, He's not really threatened by Vespasian as a contender for the throne. He's too old. Um, he's yeah. the son of a mere equestrian tax collector, not really thrown material. Would have been laughed out <laughs> of Rome at this stage. Exactly. Like Galbo comes yeah. from a noble family. Vespasian doesn't. So at this point, right. he's not really not a, th- not really a threat. Yeah. I did want to ask it'd you be like quick. It'd be like a uh, disgraced uh, reality show TV host uh, right. Running for president of the United States, like no, not really right. anything you're going to take seriously. Yeah. Exactly, unless the son of a bitch wins. Um, I wanted to ask you. So Nero is going to head east, gather an army, come back and win uh, or take over Rome. Who does that remind you of? Mm. Who went to the east? Mm. Was going to build up a big massive army mm. and then come back. All he had to Didn't do was stomp his foot. His foot. <laughs> And uh, an army appear out of the ground. Of zombies yeah. would rise up out but, of the ground. But we just said now we know, or at least we suspect, and I think it's based on firm information that Nero does have enough people in Italy to raise his troops. He doesn't have to go to Alexandria. I think maybe that a seed or the idea of it was planted in his ear, but he could stay there and make a real fight of it. This is just going to prolong the war. I mean, don't get me wrong in that part of the world. He is a God, you know, he was, he was in Greece for 14 months. The people love him. So this, this is going to probably work, but he doesn't really have to go to Alexandria, but somewhere along the way, either he himself or someone convinced him that that was the best plan. That was the best way to proceed. Well, he's also the great, great, grandson of Marcus Antonius so the oh, the Egyptians love him good point so he's going to be he's, he's going to be safe in Egypt uh, it's a good plan he's you know close so to Vespasian yeah. who's down in Judea etc right. he's, he's it's it's all it's a good plan I like it's a good plan I think it's a good plan right unfortunately <laughs> the guy he put in charge of the execution of the plan was right. his Praetorian prefect, uh, Nymphidius Sabinus, Nymphi, Nympho. Right. Um, right. He goes, can you organ- make all of the arrangements? I'm not a details yeah. person. I'm a big picture guy. Handle that. Yeah. Handle that. Make all of the yeah. arrangements for, for me to go to Alexandra. Sabinus is like, I'm on it, boss. Don't you, you worry about anything. Yeah, yeah. Got it all under head. control. Yeah. Yeah. Shh. Go play with your water organ. Your fo- I got this. What he didn't know, Nero, was that Sabinus was in daily contact with Galba's agent in Rome, Achelus, who was, in theory, Sabinus's prisoner in uh-huh. Rome, but right. is having daily meters, meetings with senators and is plotting the overthrow of Nero, and Sabinus is colluding with him. Oh, this is fucking brilliant. They are literally working behind this guy's back and he has no fucking clue. No clue. Sabinus apparently thought that his prospects of advancement would be higher under Galba than Nero. He's like, okay, I'm a Praetorian prefect, but where do I go from here? I want to be 
consul. I want to be governor. I want to have my own day in the mm. sun. I don't want to just be your fucking chief bodyguard for the rest of my life. Yeah. Where's it's no glory I'm in trouble. I'm having a little trouble with this. I mean, as far as if you look at a hierarchy, if you look at an organizational chart of Rome, even as an empire, Nymphidius is like, what, number, he's in the top three. He's in the top three spots. You've got Nero, you got, yeah, yeah, you got your freedmen, but then you've got your, yeah, you're right. So, So Nymphidius is literally the one who's keeping Nero alive. He's keeping him safe. He's keeping the empire safe. I mean, you can't go much further up. But no, you can be a reason, governor. You can be a governor and yeah. have you know five thousand troops, a legion, and you can have you know making right. money, you know, in the provinces. As yeah, they do, I, you know, I, raping I and pillaging your way through a province. Don't get me wrong; that sounds like a good time. But the further you are away from the seat of power, the less power you have access to. And so I see it, but I'm still like he must. There must have really been something up with Nephidius if he's like what I currently have isn't enough for me. But I guess maybe that's the human condition. That is the, yeah. You, know, it's, you keep asking me for a pay rise. I'm like, dude, a dollar is about what you're worth. Like, uh, that's the going rate. Right, hmm. yeah. But inflation, can you at least make it a dollar twenty, dollar twenty-five? It's a slippery slope. You start doing that. <laughs> if I give you a little bit, yeah. then I have to give you more. You, I'm so, you know what? I apologize. I apologize for even asking. You should. I, I'm sorry for wasting your time. So Sabinus cooked up a plan that didn't rely on assassination because Clever. Nero is still popular with the people. He's very popular yes. with the people. Don't, don't piss them off. If you assassinate yeah. him, eh, you know, it's not going to cool. go down cool. well. So we need to figure right. out a way to get rid of Nero without assassinating him. Right. So Sabinus huh. does come up with a very cunning plan. The first step <clears throat> was to convince yes. Nero to send yes. his German bodyguard yeah. to Alexandria in advance. If I could, I, I've, I've actually got this uh, from an ancient source. He said to Nero, these men here, their sole purpose is to keep hey, you alive. Uh, can you help me? What's your name? My name's Roosevelt and Roosevelt. Roosevelt, what town are you stationed in? I'm stationed in Poon Tang. Well, thank you, Roosevelt. What's the weather like out there? It's hot. The fuck did I just do? Sorry. <laughs> I don't. That was that was an accident. <clears throat> Say yeah. that again. Okay. So so um, the according to the original sources, Nymphidius says to Nero, "These German bodyguards, their only job, their literally their only reason for existing is to keep you alive. I think we should send them as far away from here from you as possible." And Nero's like, "I I don't trust me." I got your back. Me and my Praetorians will take care of you. But these guys who are only loyal to you, send them away. And Nero's like, gosh, turn it. Nymphidius, you're right. It's a brilliant idea. You, Germans, Krauts, get the hell out of here. Go to Alexandria. Prepare the way for me. And suddenly the only people who have swords around Nero belong to Nympho. Yeah. That came out wrong, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, gets rid of his bodyguard. Um, like he's like they got important things to do. They've got to take care yeah. of security arrangements. Uh, get all Polish the local things. hawkers, yeah. ho- local hookers, washed, shaved, perfumed, uh, yeah. lubed up, and the little boys. Yeah, exactly. well, exactly. well, that's what I was talking about. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. And then on the eighth of June. Nero's uh, ready to go to Alexandria. Yes, here we go. 
he ordered his Praetorians to conduct him to the port of Ostia. Take me. And yes. uh, some of them said, oh, shit, Nero. Like, I, I would. I would love I would. to, but i got yeah. this other thing i got to do. Um, <laughs> it's like uh, uh, Paulie when he's supposed to be driving Don Corleone. Where's Paulie today? Oh, Paulie called in sick. Uh. That's all right. He's, Fredo. He's like, Fredo, I don't mind. I'll do it. It's fine. When your bodyguard calls in sick. That's not. Never a yeah, good sign. That should, that should be in our book of rules. Yeah. That Stan and Barry. Yeah. When mm. your bodyguard calls out sick, mm. you're going to die. Something's going to happen. Some made excuses. Yeah. Others just refused. No, Nero, yeah. I'm not doing yeah, shit for you. Sorry. It. Yeah, fuck you. No, fuck yeah. you, Nero. One supposedly quoted quoted Virgil and said, is it really so great a misery to die? Wow. Which the answer is, yes, bitch, I'm the emperor. Life is pretty good. Don't want to die. But, yeah. Now, Nero might have been drunk at the time um, because after his... Praetorians just refused to take right. him to the port. Instead of, again, instead of doing something about that, yes, God. he seems to have been able to, unable to process uh, what was yeah. going on. And oh, they won't take me. Instead yeah. of having these guys arrested and executed. Flogged, something. He just yeah. went to bed. Because, you know, he'd always I, heard that. That sounds right. Everything that looks better right. in the morning. That's okay. right. Yeah, just sleep on it. Sleep, just sleep, sleep on it off. It. Yeah, every, everything yeah, will look better yeah. tomorrow. Don't worry about it. Yes, but it's okay because his bedchamber is surrounded by Praetorian guards. Praetorian guards. Everything's going to be okay. I don't know why he didn't ask them to take him to the port of Ostia. Oh, there's an idea. <laughs> or to arrest the other guys who just You're refused right. no, to I, take his orders. I, I think. I mean, based on what we know about Nero, there was probably some amount of alcohol involved. And when they told him no, which he's never heard the word no before, except from his mommy, um, it probably freaked him out a little bit, pissed him off, and he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to process that. He probably did imbibe a little bit. And what's the next best thing? Just shuffle off to bed. Went and cried himself to sleep in his bed. Cry me a river. He woke up about midnight and, like, again, Don Corleone, uh, when he was in hospital after the assassination attempt... Looked found around. out that all of his bodyguards were gone. And said, that's not right. And no most of his servants were gone. Oh, fuck. That's not good. Maybe Nymphidius is on in on this. Maybe he's the one who's betrayed me. Maybe my killers are going to be here any second. I'm in my pajamas. What should I do? Yeah. So he ran... Uh, to try and so find someone to have. No, he right. had several senators staying mm. in the palace because he was. Thank God. Thank Showing the them his water organ. Right. Um, <laughs> when I say that, that's just me putting my penis in the top. He probably meant something different, I'm guessing. He went and banged on their doors and yes. they didn't answer. Oh. Now. Is there a. Party? There was a party that he hadn't been invited <laughs> to. What he didn't know is that they had been summoned to a midnight session of the Senate at okay, the okay. Praetorian camp. We've seen this before. Yeah. We've seen this yeah. Before. Anyway, yeah. running back to his room, he came across two of his freedmen, Epaphroditus and Phaon. Right. 
They suggested that he leave the city immediately, uh, hide out for the night, and then ride to the port of Ostia the next morning. Yeah, get to Alexandria. So he pauses just long enough to search for a vial of poison, the good old Lacusta, the the, uh, woman who's poisoned half of Rome at this stage, including his stepdad. And she, uh, he's, she's still alive somehow. Still alive, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he couldn't find the poison that she'd prepared oh, for him for fuck. emergencies. He did right. find Sporus asleep in oh. one of the rooms oh. and made him come too. So the four of them, Epaphroditus, <laughs> Phaon, Nero, and Sporus. So two and a half men. Grab uh, some horses. <laughs> Went right. to the stables, grabbed some horses, and get the fuck out of uh, Dodge. Now, yes. um, Phaon owned a small villa a few miles outside of, of the city walls, and he offered it to Nero as a place to yeah. hide yeah. out. So Stay here tonight, and yeah. we'll take off for the port. Trust me, everything's going to... It's going to be a little sticky now, but let's stick with the plan. As soon as we get you to Alexandria... You're good as gold. Yeah. Now, this uh, villa that Phaon owned was in the opposite direction to oh, uh, the, to the port, port of Ostia. Right. But uh, they figured that's all right. We've got plenty of time. It'll be, it'll be fine. Well, it's a good thing. Who's going to look in the opposite direction? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Cutting Thinking plan. deep. Cutting plan. <laughs> Nero covered his face with a cloth or a handkerchief, according to some sources, and they were riding through the darkened streets of Rome. At one point, they rode past the Praetorian barracks and they saw everyone gathered there. They heard lots of shouting, lots of lights, lots of, you know, fuck Nero signs up in the air. Right. They're like, oh, shit, this isn't good. Fuck him in the air. At one point... The cloth fell from Nero's face as he was riding past a veteran, and the veteran hailed him as an emperor. Hey, oh, Nero, what's shit. up, man? Hey, oh, where are you going? Why are you in your nightshirt and slippers? What's yeah. going on? Now, according to gets the hell Dio, Nero yeah. was so scared of being caught that he hid in tall grass lying flat on the ground until daylight. This is what Dio wrote. To himself, he lamented and bewailed his fate, considering, among other things, how he had once prided himself on so vast a retinue and was now skulking out of sight in company with three freedmen. Such was the drama that fate now prepared for him, that he should no longer play the roles of other matricides and beggars, but only his own at last. And he now repented of his past deeds of outrage, as if he could do undo any of them. Such was the tragic part that Nero now played, and this verse constantly ran through his mind. Both spouse and father bid me cruelly die. Damn. But God will forgive him. All you got to do is ask for forgiveness. We were all taught uh, that. He's not a Christian. Yeah. Oh, fuck that then. That's right out the Yeah, he's fucked. Um... <laughs> And I don't know how Dio knew what was going through Nero's mind at the time. Sure. Uh, sure. Maybe he was a mind reader. There Created was license. thunder and lightning yeah. spooking the horses. Dio said there was an earthquake too. Of course, there's always an earthquake. Um, Bad and Thunder and lightning. So they had to dismount yes. and walk. Oh, 
I shouldn't have to walk anywhere. Yeah. Now, but see, the yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. But the drama doesn't stop because they finally get to uh, Fayon's house, his small villa. Uh, we all have one right outside of Rome. Uh, but they can't get through the front door. So suddenly Nero and these other guys have to slide on their belly under some dense undergrowth. Uh, it's really just, I mean, this is probably not true. Who knows? But this is like the thunder. This is like the god, the guard spotting him, yelling out his name. These are just bad omens. He's He's suddenly disheveled. He's crawling on the ground trying to get into this guy's house. He's parched. He's panicked. He hasn't had anything to drink. He has to drink from a puddle to to uh, to slack his thirst. Again, these are all just things that the emperor of the known world should not be going through. But finally, finally, they get inside. Nero, exhausted, falls asleep, but he can't just fall asleep anywhere. He falls asleep on a slave's bed. Again, just another demeaning moment for the ruler of the world, of the known world. Yeah, but the interesting thing about yeah. this story is we have two versions of it, one from Suetonius, one from Dio. They tell different right. versions of this story. Now, scholars tend to think that Suetonius and Dio are getting everything about this end of Nero from a single source because oh. they basically tell exact versions of this in different places. But this is different for some reason. So, yeah. So Tony says he went to Fion's villa. There's a suggestion that he had to hide in the grass because mm-hmm. Fion went ahead and knocked a hole through a wall uh, so Nero could come in and didn't go through the main entrance so the slaves wouldn't see him. I don't know why he couldn't we- just send the slaves out and yeah. cover your faces. Yeah, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Everybody to your rooms now. I mean, I yell that all the time. Yeah. I mean, they don't listen to even, you, but... You no, know. no, but that's not the point, Cam. God damn it. But they're that's no longer the your slaves. That's the problem. The tr- <laughs> which I'm not happy about no, at all. But, but the point is, yeah, that, that's a that's another extreme little weird quirk in a story that probably didn't have to be. Didn't make a lot. Doesn't make a lot of sense. But Dio's exactly. version, it says it wasn't a house. It was a cave. Like right. Fayon's like, well, listen. When I said when I said it was a house, I mean to <laughs> well, us, it it's a, a home, a bear's house. Yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. house to it's us. Cave. It's a home to us. Right. It's right. really a cave, and by cave, it's really just a small hole in in the dirt. Um, but hey, listen, right? You know, yeah, got to start Don't somewhere. Wait, get in the way of a real good estate story. market's crazy right now. I don't know if you know this exactly. Uh, Dio writes, after a long time, as no one was seen to be searching for him, he went over into the cave where in right. his hunger he ate bread such as had never been, as he ate bread such as he had never before tasted and in his right. thirst drank water such as he had never drunk before. This gave mm. him such a qualm that he said, so this is my famous cold drink. He was so thirsty he lapped from a dirty puddle. Now, did you read about what this cold drink is that he's referring to? No, please tell me. Apparently he invented something that was called the decoctor. Pause for laughter. Um, The decoctor, according to Pliny, Nero invented this. Uh, They would have the water boiled and then cooled by placing it into the snow. And then he okay. would drink it. So you just fucking wait, but that's fine. You yeah. boil it, kill off any impurities, freeze right. it in the water, booyah, uh, slushy. Uh, 
You know, he invented slushies, but they call yeah. it the decoctor. So they was like, so apparently that was famous, and he's like, so this is my famous drink, hey? I'm drinking from a puddle. This is where it's come to. I like that. Even if it's not true, I like that. Now, either whether it's the house in the slave's bed or in the cave, either way, he goes to sleep. He's exhausted. Phaon goes back to Rome, supposedly in search of news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go find out what's going on, Master. Don't worry about it. You can trust me. Yeah, but <laughs> he seems to have actually gone to the Praetorian barracks and told them where Rock Nero right was. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I've got the big dog. He just, he's currently drinking out of a puddle, but I, I've got him in the bat cave. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, now, the next morning, a messenger arrived to tell Nero that he had been deposed as emperor and declared a public enemy by the Senate. Right. Now, uh, the the running away thing uh, played into their hands because uh, what they said was, oh. oh, he's gone to Egypt or he's going to Egypt. He's right. abandoning his post. He's abandoning the throne. He's doing what Marcus Antonius, his great-great-grandfather, yes. wanted to do. He's, he's cho- leaving Rome choosing forever. Choosing the east. Choosing the east. Um, yes. And, and you know, according to Section 37, Part B.14.7 of our uh, articles of our Constitution, sure, uh, sure. that's, uh, you know... That's a no-no. That's a no-no. Yeah, yeah. He's abandoned yeah. his post. He's no longer emperor. So we don't even really need to depose him. He's, 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 he's deposed himself, really. Himself. Yeah. Yes, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's self br- Because there's been enough position. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Which so means the, do? Yeah, the Praetorians yeah, yeah. don't need to be loyal to him. The army doesn't need to be loyal to him. The Senate, the people, That's no one brilliant. no longer needs to be loyal to Nero because he's abandoned the throne. He's he's literally outfoxed himself with, with advice from other people. He's outfoxed himself. He has no support. He has no troops. He has no loyalty. And now he's an enemy of the state. Oh, brilliant. Mm. Uh, whoever, However this was managed... Brilliant. He's going to go to Egypt and he's going to use, I mean, that's technically his province, right? Still, it's not yeah. part of the Senate. Augustus personal. kept it for exactly. himself and it's been handed down. Exactly. So he's going to go, he's going to raise and he's going to go to war against Rome. And, uh, yeah. you know, we need yeah. to defend ourselves against Nero now. Nero is now the enemy. Yes. Um, so search parties had been sent out to look for him although they basically had his coordinates on the GPS it wasn't that hard <laughs> he was he was told by this messenger that he was be he was to be brought back to Rome and to be punished in the ancient manner oh what's a the ancient greater to the penis that's no. how your father oh. did it but oh. what's the ancient <laughs> roman oh okay fine if you put the cheese grater down you're like for a it second, used to be I used to have a full 3 inches now right. I'm down to half Not, an inch. Was cheese grater yeah. did it. It wasn't, yeah. you know, should have seen yeah. me in my I full glory. About, oh, it was it was something to behold. I could put a flag on it, a, a small flag. Um, no, but he was told that he would open be for business. Naked. Is that what the flag said? <laughs> I'm always yeah open for business. Don't no, walk on me. That near, no, or or for an extra twenty, you can walk all over me. That's fine. I anyway. Um, 
He, w- he was told that he would be sent, taken back to Rome, stripped naked. So, so far, so good. But then forced to walk through He's the like, streets. Go on. <laughs> Do tell me more. Do tell me more. Don't get to wear hard. high heels. Forced A- to anyway. walk through the streets naked. Yes. yes. Hold on. He's Can, like, hold on, let me get my lube. Where's my box of tissues? Right. Go on. Yeah. Yes. Can Porus come with me? Uh, yeah. So he's going to be stripped naked, walk through the street with his head clamped in a forked branch. So somehow tied down to something, but then beaten to death with planks. Now, you and I know, because we've beaten you know, never, several people to death. That's That's actually a lot of work. It takes a while, and it's not really all that great for the victim either. They have to literally, the organs get damaged, or there's enough bruise and bleeding and bleeding out. But the point is, it's a very long-winded, painful way to go, and that's what's in store for him. And it seems like it's inevitable, because obviously this messenger came back from Rome. Someone's talking to somebody. However it happens, someone's talking to somebody, and there's a good chance that the authorities know where he's at. Now, have you ever heard of this form of punishment no, no normally i've never heard of this you know uh, normally when we've heard about traitors being yes. punished they're throwing down the uh, the steps right gamonian yeah steps. they're throwing Trumpian down rock gamonian steps and there's the uh, the other ancient um, punishment was especially if you uh, killed one of your parents you were put in a sack with the scorpion monkeys Monkeys and a dog. Rats. Or so, uh, dogs. Something. There, yeah. was, there was three specific animals. But the point is, out of all of the different ways Romans used to kill people, I had never heard of this one before. Yeah. Throwing down the Gamonian stairs. Not There was a U.S. tourist who threw her scooter down the Spanish steps a couple different. of months ago. This is different. Right. Yeah. This is different. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the being beaten to death with planks of wood. That... Don't think that's ever come up. We've been doing this show for I've nine never, years. I've never heard of anyone being beaten no to death beaten. with planks of wood. I think exactly. they were just making it up as they went along. Nero didn't I, know. He had never read I think the history. Was, yeah, I think yeah. if this is part of a wider plan, and I'm sure some people were in on it and some people were not, I, maybe. Mm. But the point is, yeah, you, you tell him, this fun-loving guy, the most horrid thing you could possibly think of to freak him out, to let him think he has absolutely no options. Yeah. He was like, it was really sexy for the first bit. Can we just do the yeah. sexy bit? I just had naked, naked through the streets. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But I'm, I mean, I'm out now. He's like, look, yeah. being beaten a little bit in public while I'm naked. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, who, I can get behind that. Love that. A little bit of yeah, slap and yeah. tickle. Sure. Why not? Yeah. You can smack me, but like, is it going to be like paddles? Yeah. Maybe let's yeah. let's like let, let, let's workshop this. Like let's let's leave the naked walking through the streets bit. I'm even happy for leave people to in. throw feces on me. Like quite honestly, that's okay. Yes. Yeah, that's still a little bit sexy. It doesn't just yeah. beat me with paddles. Um, you know, you can right. leave a mark. I don't care about that. You know, but just yeah. do we have to go? Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, I've been choked out a little bit sometimes. That's okay. <laughs> you know, like, no, we have to go the whole way. Within uh, reason. Yeah, you lost me in the death. His hand shot up and he goes, okay, so I missed something. Who exactly do I tell my safe word to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody? Yeah. Oh, I'm out. What was I'm his out. safe word, oh. do you think? Yeah, yeah. What's Nero's um, safe word? What was the name of his drink again? <laughs> decoctor? <laughs> decoctor. No, decoctor. They just, they, they just decoctor. pour some in his mouth. They just thought he was thirsty if he said that. <laughs> uh, um, I know what his safe word was not. Yeah. It was not Agrippina. <laughs> 
No. He would never have wanted to have no. said that. No, again. no, no, no. Anyway, I'm sorry. Please continue. And it's at this point that Epaphroditus, uh, his freedman, suggests that it might be better to just yeah. commit suicide. Yeah. Well, like you, a man. Yeah, yeah, you don't want all that. Just yeah. maybe just kill yourself. Yeah. Nero Down said, sure, you go first. Show me how it's done. Um, <laughs> at this point, he probably thinks Epaphroditus and Phaon are in on the conspiracy, and he's probably yes. right. I mean... Yeah. They probably Phaon probably did uh go straight to Praetorian barracks and and uh, rat him out. Yes. Um Sabinus announced to the Praetorians that Nero had abdicated the throne and and fled to Egypt as I said before. He then promised that right. Galba once he was emperor would give every guardsman 30,000 sesterces as soon as he became emperor. He had my loyalty for half. Yeah. Now, of course, after Galba becomes emperor, they say, where's our money? He says, I'm used to levying soldiers, not buying them. You just fucking do what you're told. Um, So that promise apparently didn't check with Galba before he made that promise. But It sounded good. It worked. They immediately declared Galba imperator. This is the troops. The Senate then quickly confirmed it and condemned Nero to death. Oh, man. Well, you got the senators, you got the Praetorian guards, they've got swords. The senators are going to do, not that the senators probably wanted to do this anyway, but they were certainly going to do it with the Praetorian guards right there, and they're the ones with swords in their hands. Mm. So this is being arranged very nicely, nice and tidy. Very perfect. Now, any future yes. emperor can't declare anybody, uh, you know, to be uh, uh, a traitor. Oh, that, that's right. No treason claims because, because Nero abdicated. Nero's he, he going to away. he walked away. Yeah, he go, yeah. he's going to Alexandria to raise troops to come and fight Rome. Yeah. Uh, right. That's that's no that's no Django. He told me that he was going to go to the store for some bread and milk, mm. and mm. he. It's like your real father did. Exactly. You know I don't like to talk about that. But, yeah, and my father, my mother, my siblings, my dog. Uh, Anyways, but he, Mm. Nero, done himself in by walking away. Mm. Now, Sabinus obviously had no intention of letting Nero get to Alexandria. This was all part of a cunning plan to get him to abdicate, look like he's abdicating the throne and set it all up. Now they know exactly where he is. He can't escape. He knows Mm -hmm. he can't escape. And just before dawn, Nero is outside of the little villa slash cave slash hole in the ground slash uh, van under a bridge. And (laughs) he's watching as the freedmen dig his grave. Oh, that's got to be... But like, he's he's low, shit. he's down, he's he's hit rock bottom. But at least he's not digging yeah. his own grave. Like he draws That's the line true. at that. Like I, That's you know, I, a, I'll die, but yeah. I'm not fucking digging anything. Yeah, I'm mm, not getting these hands you. dirty. No, um, I just had a cure, a petty, which I, I don't know what it's called. In like twelve hours, he's gone right. from being the emperor <laughs> living in a palace, right, with his water organ. With his water organ and his decocta drink to watching his own grave being dug in the dirt Fuck. outside of Rome in the countryside. 
what a head spin. I would, I would, I'd be like, I, I can't, pro- I refuse to process this. I uh, cannot. I cannot even. He tested exactly. the points on a couple of daggers that they provided him with. Oh, How base and shameful that I'm still alive, he said. Oh, well, he had plans. He was going to make Rome great again. He was going to change the world with his music. Uh, he was going to do so much. The potential is fucking staggering. And now he can't. He was going to take his water pipe organ on tour. <laughs> Yeah, like he had such grand grand plans. He's gone 12 hours ago. He believed he was going to be emperor probably for the rest of his life. And if not, he was going to be, you know, he was going to be like Kiss, basically just touring for eternity. Um, How how do you do a solo on a water organ device? I would have to see a picture of one. Never mind. Don't don't feel like you have to answer. You ever heard of Hammond B3 solo, man? You ever look up Lockie Dolly? Uh, at some point. One more time. Lockie. Lockie. Dolly, D-O-L-E-Y. Dolly. Yeah. Okay. He's an Australian Hammond B3 player. I follow him on Twitter. He's this amazing yeah. uh, keyboard player, um, does all these Hammond B3 solos. Funky as shit, man. It's really nice. Great. Really cool. Check it out. Uh, and, of course, famously, Nero said, Qualis Artifacts Pareo. What an artist dies here, or what an artist dies in me, is it sometimes quoted? Oh, well, he still had his self love. Uh, that was that was going strong. Uh, he begged his freedmen not to let his head get cut off and march through the streets of Rome. Yeah. Dawn was breaking, and he could hear soldiers approaching. He quoted a line from the Iliad: "I hear the noise of swiftly running steeds." Somebody kill this guy. He's getting on my nerves. <laughs> For fuck, quit quoting, bitch. Quit being all showy. So you got an education. Fuck you. Sorry. That. Sorry. Sorry. And then he was like, don't make me sing. Don't make me. <laughs> all right, I'll sing. The world is going to miss this pearl beyond price. Then he raised one of the daggers and plunged it into his own throat. Damn. Fortunately, the centurion centurion coming over was not a professional doctor. He grabs him before he can fall. He tries to stop the bleeding. He sees that there's no way he's going to be able to do this. He's too late. He's he's uh, he's butched his orders. Nero is still alive. He looks up at the sky and he goes, you're too late. So this is your loyalty. A to what's your name again? And A to Dick Head. <laughs> I don't know. Penis. Dio face. says that he commanded his companions to kill him. When they refused, he uttered a groan and said, "I alone have neither friend nor foe." By this oh. time, the horsemen were close at hand, and so he killed himself after uttering that oft-quoted remark. Jupiter, what an artist perishes in me. And as he lingered in his agony, Epaphroditus dealt him the finishing stroke. Again, two slightly different versions of the story, even though Suetonius and Dio are supposedly using the same source. So, you know. So they got creative. Yeah, they're they're sexing it up a little bit. Uh, (laughs) It's like the Bible. They're all just sort of. Right. Yeah. 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 Trying to make it their own. Right. It was the morning. 
of June 9th, the year 68. Mm-hmm. Nero was 30 years and six months old. He had ruled for 13 years and eight months. Right. And at least his last wish last wish came through. Sabinus and the others didn't want Nero's corpse to become right. like a symbol for his supporters, yeah. like Julius Caesar's was. You know, they raised him up on a cross and showed Something all of the blood. wounds yeah. and all that, did oh. that whole thing. People got worked up. You can't have that. And who that. came to claim his body, Ray? This, I'm sorry, but this makes me feel good. This should be makes a me Hallmark Channel yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. His first lover, his I guess maybe his first true love, Acti, the former slave, I can't remember. She comes with two nurses and she claims his body. They wash all the blood off. They dress him in a white robe with gold thread. They will see that his wishes are carried out, and they will respect his body. What bitch wasn't there? Uh, his wife, uh, his, his last wife, his current wife, uh, wasn't <laughs> right. there, and he didn't Statilia. take her with him. We well, don't know where she was. He takes That's Sporus true. when he runs away, Yes, not yeah. his actual wife. When in doubt, go with the tighter hole. I've always said that. I always will. I think he chose wisely. Now, Acti, just to remind people, she was a, mm-hmm. a former slave, probably one of Claudius's slaves, oh, uh, right. became a freed woman uh, at some stage. She was his mistress when he was uh, yeah. quite young. He wanted to marry her. Uh, he was uh, he was 17. Uh, from memory, she was a little bit older. Yeah. Uh, their relationship lasted three years. He wanted to marry her, um, and his mother wouldn't let him. It's one of the reasons why he had her killed. Sure. Uh, she did go on to become quite wealthy, Acti. She had estates mm. all over the place. She was quite rich. Um, wow. Even after she left the, 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 the imperial court, Mm-hmm. She, um, you know, kept all of her wealth. She kept her estates. He probably uh, kept in touch. She probably, you know, they probably continued yeah. to fuck, you know, I imagine, uh, well, you know, at, little at the booty very calls. Least, yeah, I mean, you got to do the booty calls. But at the very least, Nero probably pointed to somebody and said, hey, make sure nothing bad ever happens to her. You know, someone to look out for her. So obviously, because um, she's not she's not a full fledged Roman citizen. Someone probably could have acted against her, especially she's rich. But I, I get the feeling that Nero probably looked out for her afterwards. That's protected what you her. do. Yeah. Protected her with your first love. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, she came with two of his old nurses and collected his oh, yeah. body, washed it, etc., etc. And uh, she, uh, there's this story, I don't believe it, but there's a story that she had converted to Christianity. Right. At some point. Bullshit. Sorry, sorry. And uh, may have, you know, done some Christian rites over his body, etc., etc. Too convenient. Yeah. Um, I don't believe that story. Like, I don't believe the story that Nero ordered the extermination of the Christians either uh, um, after the Great Fire. Don't believe any of that sort of story, those stories. I think they're all made up. 
Acti would have been a little bit upset at the time, and I seriously doubt if one of her priorities would have been to have blessed him before she lights the fire. Again, that's just that sounds too convenient, too too good for the Christians. It is a pretty good story, though, that his oh, yeah. his original lover came to collect oh, his that's body great. after all this yes. time. You know, that's that. there's true. I always love true love. True love. Uh, but Statilia, his widow, wasn't there. So Acti and the two old nurses washed the blood off his body, dressed him in a white robe embroidered with gold thread. It was yeah. placed on a funeral pyre and cremated. Then a few mourners yeah. took his bones and placed them to rest in the in a casket in the Ahenna Barbi slash Domitian family tomb nearby right. the campus Martius, along with his illustrious ancestors. He wasn't proclaimed a god by the Senate. His memory yeah. was officially damned. His statues were removed from public places. And Damn. the deepest cut of all, the month of Neronius was reverted back to April. <laughs> Do what you want, but don't mess with my month name. Fuck you. But... I mean, they literally wanted they wanted to pretend this guy had never existed. Somebody was pissed. Now, Suetonius says that the people danced with delight after his yeah. death. But Tacitus, you know, we don't have Tacitus for the last couple of years, but we do have him later on saying that uh, whilst the most solid elements of society were pleased, the masses were plunged into grief. Yeah. So he was still very popular with the people, it would seem. Um, the lower classes seem to have believed that, like they did with uh, Tiberius and, and with Caligula, that the bad stuff that happened during his reign mm -hmm. were because of some of the bad men that he had around him. It was Helius's fault or the Praetorian prefect's faults. It Exactly. Not his not fault. He was he was a good guy. He just he yeah, he was a good kid. He just surrounded himself with some bad people. Um, <laughs> right. That's what Heather says about me that I work anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, me. fuck Heather. You know what? You know that's you need to divorce that bitch. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. I try. I'm afraid. Yeah. Yeah. But I try. Yeah. yeah, she's yeah. like, you're not going anywhere, bitch. Yeah. As long as you're making that dollar a month, mm. your ass is staying yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> your ass so, is mine. That's right. <laughs> uh, according to Tacitus, the mob immediately yeah. started attacking some of Nero's former high-ranking officials, believing that they were the cause of all of this, and beat oh. them or stoned them to death in the streets. Now. God damn. That could be because they were, uh, you know, uh, this is now that Nero's gone, payback for all of you bitches. Or it could, could be, be yeah. that they blamed him. The way it seems to be told by Tacitus is that they blame these guys for um, making Nero look bad. Uh, Aponius, one of Nero's secret police, was knocked down and a passing cart heavily laden with stones was deliberately driven over him, crushing Fuck. him to death. Uh, Spicillus, Nero's favourite gladiator, who, mm. according to Suetonius, Nero had asked him to kill him on the previous right. night, but Spicillus had refused. Wow. He was attacked in the forum and the crowd pushed over one of Nero's statues so it fell on him and killed him. 
mm. I want that to be true because that's mm. a good story, mm. but. Mm. Can you just much. lie there and don't move for a minute? <laughs> don't move. Well, this we... is going to take us a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. yeah, at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we made out of marble this thing, man. Like yeah. it's it's solid. We got to. Yeah, yeah. It's going to take a while. We're working on this yeah. for a while. We brought in some cranes. We got some ropes, yeah. some pulleys. Uh, yeah. Just we don't go mules. anywhere. That yeah. was embarrassing. Yeah, so we had to go get something heavier. Yeah, first we're going to rock it, get it going. If you could hold still, please. You're really messing this up for us. So yeah. Nero is dead. Galba will be the new emperor. The king is dead. Long live the king. What about the king maker? Hmm. Nymphidius. Well, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. What about him? Okay. Well, I'll, I'll just do this real quick. And, I, and if you want to end on something after this, please feel free. But uh, So, uh, between the death of Nero and the arrival of Galba at Rome, Nymphidius wasted no time. He orchestrated the resignation. Uh, to 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 get to Gellius? what's Tigellinus? Tigellinus. I always had trouble with it. He orchestrated the resignation of Tigellinus and now stood as the sole commander of the Praetorian Guard. However, Galba appointed a replacement for Tigellinus. I can't even fucking say that name. Galba, however, appointed a replacement for Tigellinus. Cornelius Lacco, and he took several other steps. Remember that guy, Lucius Clodius Macer or Maker in North in Africa? Yeah. He is killed on Galba's word. So no longer content to help others on the throne, Nephidius declares that he himself was a legitimate successor to Nero. Why? Because he was the illegitimate son of Caligula. He also took Nero's wife, and I'm saying that in quotes, Sporus, as his own wife who was a young male freedman. We've already talked about him. And that obviously resembled Emperor uh, Nero's second wife, Papea. The Praetorians recognized that Galba's approach counted a hell of a lot more than Nephidius's words and his supposed new wife, and they killed him before Galba arrived in Rome. Mm. So the kingmaker himself mm-hmm. is gone. Yeah, so much for coming up with a great plan. Like all these guys... Yeah. We see this over and over again. They have half a plan. Half a plan. (laughs) Step Uh, one. Yeah. 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 We'll just worry about we'll worry about what happens later, later. Let's let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, an important senator named Moriscus warned the Senate that the masses were so much in two minds about the crisis that it looked as though they would all be wishing Nero was alive again very soon. Ooh. Yeah. Um Dio writes, thus Galba was declared emperor just as Tiberius had foretold when he said to him that he also should have a taste of the sovereignty. So it's all Thibaut's fault. Nero's death obviously brings the Julio-Claudian line to an end. It's now a military revolt organised by members of the aristocracy, Mm-hmm. And an old member of the aristocracy, Galba, uh, right. placed on the throne. Now, Nero's death, of course, is followed by the year of the four emperors. Yeah. But it's going to be up to someone else to tell that story, <laughs> Ray. Because right. we're done. D- past done. When did we start the Julius Caesar? No, we started with... Gaius Marius, when did we start this freaking thing? How many years ago? 
December 7th, 2013 was our first episode of this series, nearly nine years ago. In two weeks, it'll be nine years. Over 400 episodes. Jesus. Every month for nine years... For some, you know, for the first five years, it was like every week. For six or seven years, every week we told the story. Four hundred episodes telling the story from Julius Caesar Mm -hmm. to Nero. And if I remember correctly, some of the a lot of the earlier episodes were like hours long. Remember, we just used to do one big show. I'm trying to remember three hours. Two three hours. We would do. Yeah. So it's more than yeah. So, uh, what are your final thoughts? Uh, well, I was own? talking to my son Hunter this morning, and he said, "So, what's what's what what's what's the point of all of this after nine years? What's the main message? What's the point?" And I was like, Ooh, "Okay, I don't know. I don't have one really. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. Well, I'm asking myself yeah. that. Why did why did we do this for the last nine years? What was the point of this?" Well, history gives you a lot of life lessons if you listen. If you dig down and if you try to write this stuff down like we were joking about stan and barry coming up with the books of do's and don'ts if if you're in leadership but that shit's real i mean we could really do that we have learned so much besides the obvious don't go to a dinner invitation that's in your honor but there's but for nero i mean i really do think he was the wrong guy at the wrong time in the wrong job but it was as it was other people's doing that put him there but he just didn't have the 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 makeup, the mentality for actual leadership or, or combat or whatever. But um, just yeah, there's just so much that can be gleaned from the last nine years. But but fuck fuck it, it was history. It was the Caesars. It was Rome at its height. I wanted to know everything about it, and we did. Much to the chagrin of my wife, because I tell her everything afterwards. She's like, shut the fuck up. Anyway, I tell her anyway, mostly when she's asleep. But I've had fun. This has been a fucking blast. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe it. We've come to the end of the road after nine years. Yeah. It's the longest I, thing I've ever done in my life. Yes. It's the longest yes. job I've ever had in my life is, right. is yes. this series. Yeah. And see, here's – and not to get uh, – melod- what's the word I'm looking for? Not to get sad or anything, but Maudlin. we'll stop this one. There we go. We'll keep doing um, uh, the Cold War. We'll keep doing the Renaissance. And again, like this, those are absolutely fascinating topics, but it won't be the same. This is the one where we did the snakes on the plane. This is the one we dropped the F-bomb on and changed our format. Labianus. Yes, whatever the fuck we do. This is where it all started. It's where it it started. It's where we discovered ourselves. That's right. Like, For better or worse. Yeah. yeah. No, look, in all seriousness, I yeah. want to thank yeah. I want to thank the audience who have been with us on the entire journey. I want to thank you for going on this journey with me. It's been the highlight of my uh, podcasting life certainly. It's it it taught me a lot of things. Number one, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, don't go into business with somebody um, until you see their work ethic. Um, two, <laughs> or if they have one. Yeah, yeah, or lack thereof. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, like I've I've, yeah. I've I've mentioned this before, but like at the early when we started the show, I thought you were going to be my new David Markham. You were going to because you yes, had a degree yes. in history. Uh, you were going yeah. to do most of the talking. Right. My job would just be to tell the occasional dick joke and and set yeah. it up. Yeah. yeah. 
And and very quickly, I think in in the middle of our first episode, I realized that you were an idiot and useless. Yeah. And well, I was like, nice oh shit, idiot. I'm going to have to do like all the work here. Yeah, yeah. I thought I'd made that quite clear. No, I'm sorry. That, that never came up. It should have been in yeah, one of the interview questions I asked. No, but what it's taught me, uh, it was, okay, well, all I need to do, like in the early days we would record on a Friday morning my time as we still have continued to do, Thursday night your time. Right. And I knew, okay, well, I've got, uh, you know, I would start my prep on a Sunday night and I like I've got Mm -hmm. four nights because I was only doing my prep at nights because I had a regular, well, I was running a business at the time and I had to, my daytime was making my income and my night times were for podcast research. So I would have to get my five, ten books, whatever it was on the topic that we were doing, and mm-hmm. spend three, four hours a night for four nights writing right. notes for the three hours we were going to record on the Friday morning. And then I'd take Friday night, Saturday night off and start again Sunday night. And that yes. was my life Cycle. for years yeah. Yes. Years yes. and years and years was work all <laughs> but it day. Felt longer. Right. Have dinner, go outside, yeah. light a cigar, and work all night till midnight and, and and do it again and again for years and years and years to put out this show. Right. But it taught me that well pretty much, you know, any subject that I'm interested in. Yeah. Um, we can do a show about it. Like the Cold War show, the Alexander show, the Renaissance show, the Bullshit Filter mm-hmm. <clears throat> have all come out of the fact that, you know, we go, okay, well, we just go, you know, read 20 books and then we can yeah. figure out the story, yeah. right? We can tell the story. Or, or 20 pages on Wikipedia. It's, it, it's, that's not the important thing, though. <laughs> it's the storytelling yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's it yeah. was it's been a great thing for me. Uh, at you know, I was bloody well, thirteen years ago. How old? Uh, nine years ago. What am I now? Fifty two, forty one. Yeah. I was forty one when we started this show. Uh, Fox hadn't been born. Um, wow. Uh, you know, it was a, it was a different. It was a different time. Yeah. You were still working at Walmart, I think. You were yeah, Walmart, and then UVA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you had a job. I had a business slash, you know, yeah. income. Our lives have changed dramatically in the last nine years. Now, we, you know, yes. we drive Ferraris and, and you know, we, we yeah. bathe ourselves in molten gold and, and shit like that. But <clears throat> it's – no, seriously, like it's changed our lives, yeah. uh, this oh, show and the shows that came yes. out of it. Um, yes. And uh, hopefully this isn't the end of us and Caesar. Like I really want to go to Italy and do documentaries about ancient Absolutely. Rome with you. And Absolutely. we'll pick that up at some point. We may be back to tell about yeah. the four emperors and uh, what comes next, yeah. Vespasian, all the way up to Agalagalagalagalabalus. But it's um, Lady Gaga. <laughs> but... I don't know. For right now, yeah. I'm exhausted. You're exhausted. Yeah. We've been yes. doing this for nine yeah. fucking years, man. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is if everybody is listening right now, and if you're wiping away a tear, that's fine. So am I. But when you get a chance after Christmas, obviously, just everybody who's listening, just send us $100 each. We'll take a couple of months off. And when that money has been burnt in Coke and hookers, we will be back. Because obviously we'll need more money for blowing hookers. But the point is, yeah, maybe one day, but right now, just like you, just 
Because you're like me, you go seven days a week. I go four and a half days every month and uh, just exhausted, just time for a break. And But again, not only has this been life-changing, you're absolutely right, but this has been a hell of a ride and it's been one of the most favorite things of my life, professional or personal. True, I don't have much of a life, but this has been a blast. Yeah, it's not a high bar. I mean, it's not a lot of no. competition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that we've survived this long. Like, not just our our, our relationship has survived this long. Like, I've been abusing you and making fun of you for nine years every week, and you've put up with it, um, which says more about you than it does about me, quite honestly. I I like pain. Yeah, you like being insulted. It ties (laughs) into your whole Catholic guilt thing. But (laughs) the fact that we physically survived, like, you know... Neither of us died of yeah. a heart attack in the last nine yeah. years. I'm su- um, surprised. Or, or you haven't been poisoned. I figured somebody would have. <laughs> Mary Beard alone yeah. should have poisoned Mary us. Beard. Yeah. No, but for those of you who are wondering, as far as Cam's, uh, I'll put this, particular treatment of Ray, the first three years, yeah, yeah, a okay. lot of tears, a sure. lot of crying, a lot of thoughts yeah, of yeah. suicide. Yeah. Then after that, I practically, uh, the next three years, I practically became Australian. My skin got so thick. I could even say to my mom, fuck you. I don't take shit off anybody. And then the last three and a half, four years, it's been drugs. I mean, I don't feel a thing except for happy yeah, and I'm glowing yeah, yeah. inside. It's been, it's been the pot. Oh. That, so, so there's the timeline of Ray's pain. Mm, mm, yeah. In case you were wondering. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I do have a few Caesar, Life of Caesar coffee mugs, yeah. literally $200 Nine each. Nine years nope, you've been trying no to get deal. rid of those. No, <laughs> send me an email and yeah. I'll be happy to set you up with one of these limited editions. And not only have my lips been on it, but my penis has been in it. So problem is Ray never items. replies to email. So send him an email. No, no. send me the money first and then send an email. Yeah. That will get yeah. my attention. Yeah. Or dick, yeah. dick pic. Yeah. Well, that's it, folks. Thanks again for everyone that's uh, supported us on this journey. And, um, yeah, if you're not listening to the Cold War and the Renaissance show, that's where you can get your weekly dose of Ray and Cam for the the foreseeable future. 